I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to another edition of the MMA Announce Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Taschuk, joined by two people that actually showed up. Lance got hit by the old tornado. Get it? He's got AIDS again. Mm. Um, yeah, I know, right? I was going to make that my name, but I don't want to get blocked by the old YouTube machine. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, joined by the, the two people that show up for work, Sean, yeah. Wes. Sean, how's it going? I'm all right. I mean, Lance, Lance, he gets paid the big bucks. He doesn't need to show up. That's, that's, that's the world we live in, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we're uh, grinding for the, uh, the big payday on the podcast oh, yeah. here. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay. I, I tested positive for COVID yesterday. So that's, that's been a fun couple of days so far. Um, yeah, I thought I dodged that shit, but, uh, it finally got me. It's, uh, you, you'll you'll be all right. You're young yeah. and healthy, somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know all that. Uh, you know there was a study done. I think it was 2020, maybe 2021, about how the weed stops. I'm on the COVID. PEDs, man. I'm yep, on the COVID so PEDs. Good. You're uh, you're flying flying high through COVID. Yep. Wes, how are things on your end? Yeah. If if weeds a, a PED, um. I'm Uberine, baby. Like, I, I'm prime Uberine. Um, yeah, going good, man. Uh, good, good to be back. Uh, I wish this, this was next week, uh, but we'll get through this one. Um, yeah, going good, man. Uh, yeah, next week's got, car uh, being in, next week's car being in the afternoon is just absolutely atrocious. Weird. Though. Like, I yeah. will say that. That's fucking horrible, but pretty, pretty sure it starts at like 8 a.m. my time. <laughs> <laughs> like the prelims, so it's gonna be a nice morning card for me. Are the prelims any good? I haven't really looked at them. Uh, it's all pretty good. Stuff to watch on there, yeah. It's that is uh, an excellent card, not just by today's standards, by by pretty much any standards. Two eighty one yeah. is an actual banger. Not even a low key banger, like. Uh, Whatever this one is, Vegas 62, 61, 62, there we go. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks since we had a card, so we're not going to go and and recap anything that happened on whatever that card was. Uh, Instead, we got some some women's MMA main events. We got some some journalist fighting. We got uh, just... Just up and down, a whole pile of shit on this card, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with it. We had the we had the uh, the good Bellator card the, a couple weeks ago. It's, I was trying to remember. Um, I was like, I thought there were some good fights that weekend, and yeah, it was the <laughs> the Bellator card. Yeah, I'll, uh, Pitbull continued to be the legend and the disrespected fucking all timer. 
that he is. That was uh, the UFC was a good prelim lead in to that Bellator card. <laughs> it was. It was fun. Um, but yeah, the, I think the UFC is kind of the only gig in town this weekend. It's usually the only thing we really talk about. Although our like boxing. thirty seconds. Oh yeah, boxing. Yeah, boxing doesn't count. Nobody, no, nobody no, watches no. boxing. Boxing. I don't know. Are, are we going to see? <laughs> Are, are we going to see a, a resurface from uh, Devin Haney's biggest fan, or is that even that can't pull uh, pull pull up? Bro, pull up. We've never even talked about that. Is that is wild? It's crazy. Dude. I swear that that dude's been around for oh, like over a decade. A long time. Man, like yep. the little MMA community. I don't. I I think he got on some some bad stuff, man. But you know, I'm not yep. one to talk about somebody's. Somebody. Man, MMA Twitter, like, there's some, some classics. You got the, the coach Joey. That was a wild, that was another wild one. <laughs> what year was that? Yeah. That was like 20, was that like 2018 or some shit like that? That's, that feels like a while well, I ago. Was, I think it was before that. I think yeah. that was like, uh, it's been a while. 2015, 2016. He's, yeah, he's done had like a kid and all kinds of shit. I think he, you know. Oh, there's been some stuff, man. Pizza Boy Mike. And like Pizza that's, Boy Mike. <laughs> that's Jesus. just classic shit, man. I mean, uh, Lucas ho- got a whole, you could do a general hospital, like Young and the Restless, like epi- <laughs> weekly episode around, around that. Um, Wild yeah. times. Plenty of stories in this space. We, we've told some of them on here, but. There's always something new. I actually had people uh, DMing me being like, do you know what happened? Like, this guy just disappeared. And uh, we do not know what happened. Nobody knows what happened. We, we thought we had an in. Uh, we thought we had Mazzy Baby with the, <laughs> the in to get us the information. But uh, scoop. Matt, Mazzy Baby might be lucky he made it out of Vegas that weekend alive, honestly. <laughs> Right, like, dude was in that off in uh, in the a Hooters hotel room or something. <laughs> yep. Uh, good times. But hey, in in the meantime, we got like uh, a fifteen touts uh, convent that they're putting together or some shit, trying to charge people over a hundred bucks a month for some <laughs> second year going on profitable picks, bro. Man, we're we're literally trying to get our show out for free. You know what I'm saying? And these dudes are like putting together fucking betting groups of fucking hamburger flippers trying to charge you fucking twenty dollars a month for shitty picks. Hundred like ten dollars a month less. Didn't Bailey look at one of them? He's got like five bets over the past like year. Yeah, <laughs> like three. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, five bets. Three of them's on like chick fights. Six after this week, fight, right? right? Let's. Yep. More on that <laughs> um, later. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll we'll get into the cards. Twelve uh, fight card this week, headlined by Alexa Grasso, Grasso and Vivian Arujao. Um I think combined, their best win is Macy Barber. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, not very good. I have no idea how this is supposed to be a main event. Like we joke every time they announce a, a women's fight as a main event, but whew, 
Real bad. Real bad stuff. They they want Grasso to be something for some reason. It's just she's it's not it's not it. It's not it. Nope. Nope. But we'll get to that one. First, we're gonna kick it off in the welterweight division. Where we got the big J journalist, Mike Jackson, hanging up the old uh, lanyard for this one and, and stepping into the cage to take on something called Pete Rodriguez. And this Pete uh, Rodriguez. Pete, 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 Pete is a uh, 700 favorite. What do we think about that, Sean? Uh, that's a bit high. I still think he's gonna he's gonna crush us, dude. You know, like inside around. Uh, I mean, his his inside the distance is like minus two seventy five. I I don't know why you would not just play that if you're gonna play something. Uh, do we really think that a guy that has only first round finishes is capable of winning a a decision? I mean, it is possible. I just don't think uh, Jackson's gonna be able to take take what old PD's going to be throwing in the first round. So I put him inside the distance at my t- minus 275 in a parlay. Wes? Yeah, I don't I don't have anything on this fight, but I, I don't – how did Mike Jackson get another fight, man? Like I pro- – They owed he him. He won his last fight. He won his yep. last fight. What are you talking about? Big win. And I, I can't remember exactly how it went down, but it was some old goofy shit. That it was, was uh, a DQ, man. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got, he got yeah. eye poked and he fucking, he did get eye poked pretty good, but yeah, still, yeah, he, I re- was, I remember, he was, I remember now. he was getting, Multiple times. yeah, he, he was getting his ass beat, but like yes. the ass beating was like up here in the first minute. And then it was like down here in the second minute. And then, yeah, interesting. He's uh, he's not great, man. I don't know a lot about this this PD dude. Um, he's gonna win this fight. Like Mike Jackson's not. I don't. I don't think this guy's gonna gonna win a fight unless he gets like one of those old school. Who was it? The the kickboxing yep, that got kicked in his nuts and <laughs> this shit was uh uh exploded his scrotum. Like, it's probably the only way that Mike Jackson is going to win this fight is he gets kicked in the nuts so hard his balls blow up. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much on this. I, you know, if you, if you want some Mike Sean's, he's right. Dude inside the distance, like, it's not going to, the under two and a half is like fucking almost minus 500 or some shit. So, um, yeah, Rodriguez is a pick, but I, I got nothing. You're all wrong. You're all wrong here. First oh, of shit. all, shit. first of all, Petey Rodriguez, absolute Ooh. fraud, hundred percent fraud. This guy's terrible. Is he people, Jackson? Pe- people want to act like he's got power or some sort of finishing ability. I I watched. A couple of his fights, just because I was baffled how this dude could be minus 700 based on what I saw in the UFC. Terrible. Horrible. So his, his wins, uh, one guy is 5-3, and three, all three mm-hmm. of his losses, first round losses. Another guy is 1-1, one and one. the loss was to Petey in the first round. Uh, another guy is 0-3, oh 
all three losses, first round losses, and the other guy is two and four, and three of his four losses have come in the first round. So beating up absolute scrubs that have no durability. We saw in his last fight that Mike Jackson can take a shot or two uh, with without getting knocked out. If you're going to take him down and grapple him, he's oh, fucked. He is he's awful on the ground. Terrible. But this dude's not going to take him down. Petey, Petey's just coming in there, throwing stuff. We don't know if he can fight more than two minutes. We don't know if he can fight more than a round. Uh, so I think that Jackson's going to hang in there. It's going to be a striking match. It's going to be awful. We're getting some over one and a half. So we got we got a half unit on the over one and a half at plus 230. Price is silly. Yeah, fight starts round two. It was like plus 165. I actually looked at that. That's yeah, the, that's there the you, one thing I thinking, looked at. Now you're thinking, Wes, this is, uh, this is two fatties on speed. This is a fatties going to fatty, but these dudes – did meth for four months to get down to 170 pounds. All right. That's all this fight is. And then we got, there's the, no the way Mike unit. Jackson does cardio. There, there's like, we got no it. <laughs> well, the even better thing for the over one and a half is you saw his fight against CM Punk. He didn't even think about finishing that fight. I don't know if this guy could finish breakfast. All right. Uh, so we're going with oh. Mike Jackson quarter unit decision plus 1800 as well. I know that Magic's with me on that one. It's eighteen to one, Magic. It's eighteen to one. Andrew was lying to you on the uh, on that podcast. Oh, Ozzy's saying it's nineteen. Uh, anyways, about, talk about not being able to finish uh, food. End of an era, apparently, just popped up on the timeline. Raging hot chicken is going out of business. Just, no, I mean that coleslaw. That fucking sauce, man. That's a that's a shame, man. Legendary. Uh, he was killing California spot. <laughs> yeah, he he, he killed you in some some buttholes, probably. That's about the only thing. Where uh, uh, I was hoping to see him on the next season of the the food truck series. What's that one called? Oh, I actually watched that. <laughs> uh, that'd, that'd, that'd be pretty fun, good. Man. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> But anyway, we're we're coming out hot. Mike Jackson and the the o, Jackson by decision and the over one and a half have some Ooh, fun nice. on the first fight. It's going to be great, glorious. Next up, flyweight division. I feel way better about having that bet than any bet on Pete Rodriguez here. Doesn't even matter if he goes out and smokes him in thirty seconds. Don't care. Minus nine hundred, not touching, or minus seven hundred, not touching that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Flyweight division. CJ Viagra taking on Tatsuro Taira, the uh, the latest of a long line of failed prospects from Japan. I mean, he hasn't failed yet, but he will eventually. Sean? Yeah, he's kind of hyped up, and I don't know if it's warranted. I think he's probably good enough here. Uh, I don't think CJ Vergara is, is that good. Um, I almost looked up and said Viagra. I know. Every I once in a while did. I get you guys. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, so I, I expect Tyra to mix in even some grappling. I think Vergara can be taken down. And if it's on the feed, I think uh, Tyra is better. So I expect him to win, but let's look to, to fade him soon. Wesley. 
Yeah, the old Vagger, man, it's just a, he's just a little bitty dude. Like, he's, he could ride fucking horses, bro. Um, I, on the feet, he's probably in trouble. He just, I mean, no, zero reach. Tyra's okay, man, on the feet. And like Sean said, he could probably get takedowns here. Um, it's just not something I want to be playing that kind of money. I, I don't think he's very good. Um, if anything, this would, I don't know. It's a, it's a total pass for me. I would probably look decision though. Either which way you're betting on this fight, either guy, I think this is going 15 minutes. So, um, I'd probably take either one by decision if I was betting, but it's, this is just a pass to me, man. I, I like some other stupid stuff on this card, but it's, it's going to have some plus numbers next to it. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose on some, some underdog shit. Um, but Tyrus the pick, I, I think he, he gets a pretty easy decision here, honestly. I think that's fair. Uh, I, I did play Tyra. I've got him in a parlay. Uh, cool bet. Last I checked, still had him at minus 217, which is significantly better than the rest of the market. Uh, I parlayed him with something that we'll get to in a few fights. I think there's some potential for him to get a sub here, just because he's really good at taking the back, and uh, Viagra likes to give up the back. Um, I don't know if that gets them going a little bit. It makes it last longer than six hours or whatever. But uh, uh, I, I don't think it's going to go too well for him if he lets Tyra do the, the Hello Kitty impression and, and hop on him like a little Japanese backpack. So maybe some possibility for Tyra sub. Uh, as the other guy said, if it's on the feet, though, he's longer. I think he's got a bit more going on. And I don't think that Vergara's uh, good enough to hustle him up on the feet. So... I like Tyra. Got him in a parlay. Uh, just one unit. Nothing crazy here. Uh, women's strawweight division. Banger. Piera Rodriguez taking on Sam Page. Sean, big big thoughts here. Big thoughts. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be some grappling. Probably going to be yep. a close fight. Take the dog. Oh, interesting. That's just, I'm not betting it. I would not bet, but in Toutmaster, you just take the dog. It's, it'll, it'll be fine. What do you got, Wes? Uh, I think that Pereira's probably gonna win a decision, but I'm taking the dog in Toutmaster. Yeah, I don't have an opinion here. I see yep. people on on Hughes, but she's bad. The other chick's bad. The other chick seems like she has a couple more muscles. Um, so that's not great. But low-level WMA. Take the dog. Um, featherweight division. I think this is the right order. I know they've moved some stuff around lately. Joe Anderson Brito taking on Lucas Alexander. Brito. Yeah, that's right. Sean? I, I don't have much here. I don't know too much about the guy that Brito's facing. Um, I, I was big on Feely and, and that went absolutely up in flames. It, it's hard to know <laughs> what Brito is because, like I said, I did not see him doing that to Feely. Um, he's looked okay at times, but then at other times he looks like a, a gassy, gassy Bra- Brazilian. So, I think he probably wins, but I have no idea uh, how good this guy he's fighting is. Wesley? Yeah, I actually like 
the burrito man. Um, I just don't don't know enough about this Alexander guy either. Um, I mean, he's fighting on Anthony Pettis cards and shit. I just not Anthony Pettis on a fight card, but an Anthony hey, Pettis promoted yeah. fight yeah. promotion. You know, I just I don't know enough about him. He's just blowing out some bums. Um, I just burritos probably the better guy here. That line's just it's a little crazy for me on a dude that I think is. Like Sean said, he's a little up and down. You just don't know what you're getting out of him. Um, I mean, the Algeo lost like few dudes are going to put a pace on you like that. You know, if you don't have a superior tank, um, it's, it's probably going to get drained, uh, going against a guy like Algeo. Um, the Feely win was, was crazy, but you know, it's that shit can happen, man. Um, I, I'm going to take the burrito man here, but. That price is just kind of crazy for against a dude that I just don't don't know enough about. So it's going to be a pass as far as a bit. Yeah, I I haven't seen Alexander. I didn't bother going to look him up for this one. I know that he trained. You know that gym that uh, Jacare went and trained at once he got super old and washed. Um, that's where this guy trains. So. Who knows if he's getting uh, actual good training in, or if it's just Jacare hanging out and strangling dudes every now and then when his uh, he doesn't get knocked out because somebody opens the door. Um, I guess Brito, but no play here for me. Middleweight division, we've got this. This seems to be the showdown. This is the contentious one of the card. Uh, Nick Maximov. Nick, Nick Minimov, alright? This dude is brutal. Taking on Jacob Malkoon, who is a legend. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Sean, I know you're with me here. Jacob Malkoon, come on, who's coming with me? Maximov is not skilled in many Correct. things. Yeah. But, you're right. what he does have is pretty solid wrestling. And he's got a pretty damn good gas tank considering how much he fucking grapples. I I think he's the better grappler here against Malkoon. Uh We've seen Malkoon get taken down, but he just hasn't really fought any grapplers. I mean, uh, last time out, obviously, he, uh, he got taken down by Allen. But other than that, he really didn't fight much for grapplers, so... He's I th- fought I the best I... grappler that either one of them has faced. Who? Oh, Phil Hawes? Brennan Allen. No, Brennan Allen. No, I meant, like, win against... I mean, Brennan Allen took him down twice, but I think I think uh, Maximoff has better offensive grappling and, and wrestling than, than Brennan Allen. Brennan Allen can get, can get actual subs. Maximoff can't do that, but... <laughs> Uh, grappling wise, I, I think I take, uh, Maximoff. Uh, that's no Diaz fanboy. I, I don't think this guy is very good and, um, it was, it was awesome to cash some money against him last time out. Um, nice. but I think he can win a decision. Like I said, better motor, better grappling. I think he gets more of the top time in this fight. So I took him by decision at plus 150 for a unit. West. 
Yeah, that 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 Petrovsky sub was that was, that was one of my fave bets this year. Like absolutely one of my fave bets this year. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with Sean. I don't I don't have a lot to add to it. Uh, I think both of these guys are are bums. Um, I just I think that uh, Maximoff has got a little bit better wrestling. I think he's just going to be on top a little longer. He controls fairly well. Um, Malcolm's not not like some great scrambler, man. When he gets put on his back, he's usually there against a dude that has some decent control. Um, I I think it's Maximoff probably by decision as well. I don't I don't see him getting a sub on on Malcolm. That that dude's very durable, but. Just think, uh, Maximoff slightly better gas tank, slightly better wrestling, slightly better control. Um, I, I, I just think there's a more, a, there's more of a possibility if McCoon gets put on his back, he's staying there longer to where if Maximoff gets put on his back, he's got some scrambles and some, some things that he can do to get out of that position. So really close fight against, against two shitty dudes and something we probably, none of us should probably be betting, but. Uh, I, I'm taking some Maximoff and uh, Maximoff by decision as well. Other side again, out on an island. I'm not on too much of an island on this one. Lance is with me on this one, if you know where I'm headed. Um, but Jacob Malkoon has faced the best grappler that either one of these guys has faced. And he won the majority of the grappling in that fight. Uh, he ended up losing it because he got his back taken in the, the third round, um, but still ended up with like just as much time on top in that round. He is, he's relentless. Relentless. He can't relent. He can't even think about it. Um, Maximov, I don't think his cardio is that good. Contender series, I know he was fighting like a super fat dude in contender yeah. series weighed in at like 208 or something like that. Um, but he got tired once he couldn't actually get takedowns anymore. And then the guys that he's fought in the UFC so far have zero cardio. They've been corpses <laughs> after the first round. And that's not going to be Malcolm. Uh, Maximov might get takedowns and might get control in the first round. But I think this is just going to be scrambles and scrambles and scrambles. And eventually, Maximov's going to be the one that tires before Malkoon does. Because Malkoon is used to not winning wrestling exchanges. Like, he maybe gets a quarter of the takedowns that he actually goes for, but stays attached to you, chain wrestles, manages to get on top. And if he doesn't get on top, he's going to push you up against the cage until he does find a takedown. And I think that even though Maximov looks a bit bigger, Malkoon's actually going to be the stronger guy in there. I mean, we've seen him, we've seen Maximov against some 205ers, and he gets control on them, but it never really looks to me like he's overpowering those guys, whereas Malkoon comes in there and looks smaller, looks like the least athletic dude you've ever seen in your life, uh, and then, like, tosses around A.J. Dobson, or, you know, has a back-and-forth grappling match with Brennan Allen, who we saw what he did, did last week or two weeks ago. So... I like it. I like Malcoon. I, I, I took him plus 130 earlier in the week. Uh, obviously, the people are with me because it's down Malcoon, at like Malcoon. plus 110 now. Um, and Lance liked Malcoon as well. He said it. I don't know if he actually bet him or not, but I'm, I'm calling it. It's Munich. We're going Munich, Munich. with Jacob Malcoon. No stopping us. 
Um, that was way too long for that fight. <laughs> Bantamweight division, this one shouldn't take too long. Rafaela Sunsao coming back. Uh, I guess it's October. Actually, it's Brocktober. We haven't talked enough about... People don't talk enough about how it's Brocktober, all right? Um, but I guess because it's it's Halloween's month, the UFC wanted to bring back a, a mummy, because uh, this dude is a corpse at this point. Taking on Victor Henry. Sean? I just think Henry's volume is just going to be too much for a sunsail, and I mean... Based on what we've seen lately, I think he he might just crumble. Um, he's just it's he's forty, fighting at bantamweight. He's a man. after taking a bunch of after taking a shit ton of damage throughout his career. Like he's he's a man. he's, he's no, probably gonna get put away. He's no guido. I uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Victor Henry. That that's a big price tag on Victor Henry, but I think he does it just. Too much volume for a Sunsau. Wes? Yeah, I pretty, I pretty much agree agree with all that. Uh, I just will say, man, that, that this line is, is kind of done, though. I, I know I know a Sunsau is fucking old and done. Look at the guys he's lost to, though, his last four fights. Like, that is insane. That is the top of the fucking food chain of dudes he, he's losing to. I get it. He lost all of them. He's 40 now in, in a lower weight class, which is is a death sentence. Victor Henry has one decent win. One decent win against... I think we can all agree, like, a clone of, of Barcelos in that fight. Like, that wasn't the same dude. That dude's come back and looked like him, his old self since then. I, I don't know who that guy was that showed up. That was Ronnie Barcelona. That wasn't <laughs> Ronnie Barcelos. <laughs> um, you know, Victor Henry won the fight. Props to him. Like, I'm not taking that away from him. Um, it's shit. That's it. That's, that's all that. I mean, go look at the, the, this dude's fighting over and over and rising and shit, man. He's beating fucking uh, Kanahara in fucking twenty twenty two, man. Like, what are we doing? I I didn't even know that guy was still fucking alive and shit. Marlon uh, Sandro killed him like fifteen years ago. Yeah, I thought he died. Ser- seriously. Um. So so that's all I'll say. But like, I'm not going out to bet a sunset. You can't put your money on a sunset. I just will say, like, this feels like one of those spots to me. To where there's some unwarranted hype on a dude off of him beating up sort of a name. And a son's house tough, man. Uh, he's, he's, he's 40 and got miles on him, but he's, he's still tough. That, that's all I saw. I'll say Sean, I think Sean's probably right. Victor Henry's probably going to put a pace on him and get him out of there, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Just put it that way. Yeah. When a son's does things, he still looks all right. I mean, like I'm basing this on the Cody Garbrandt fight where he essentially won the first round and looked decent in the second round before getting completely melted uh, with an all-timer knockout. But he doesn't do things. And Victor Henry is going to come out there and he's going to throw volume at you and... He's going to poke away to the, the body with the kicks that he loves to throw. I, I know that uh, 
he doesn't have a ton of knockouts, but he rocked Barcelos like five or six times yeah. in that fight. Uh, and I think if he can get into actual exchanges with Sun Sao, that at some point he's going to hurt him and put him away. But man, it is Rafael Sun Sao, and his superpower is making nothing happen in fights. So can he do that one last time? I guess it's possible, but this doesn't seem like the guy to me. Henry just does too much. He's willing to eat shots on the way back. He's super durable, so you know a Sun Sao is not putting him out. So really the only way that I can see a Sun Sao winning this fight at all is just like catching a bunch of body kicks and using them to get takedowns and riding it out on top. But I don't know if he has the energy to do that anymore. I mean, he, he did nothing against Ricky Simone and got melted after getting taken down and beaten up for a round. So got to go with Henry. No bet here. Um, but I'm kind of thinking he gets a finish, so kind of considering the, the under in this spot. But uh, nothing really calling to me. Uh, actually, before we move on to the next fight, I forgot to mention that Tyra was parlayed with the over two and a half in Malcoon Maximov. That was that was that one plus one hundred five at uh, at Cool Bench. Uh, if they let you get more than like twelve bucks. Moving on to Bantamweight division again. Uh, we've got uh, one of Water Show's boys, uh, Hawaiian Mana Martinez, taking on Brandon Davis, who uh, looks like he sounds very American. Sean? Yeah, I, I don't really have a good uh, good lean on, on who's going to win this fight. If I were to bet something, which I haven't yet... It might be on the under two and a half. Uh, Mana, he he's kind of a fucking wild man. Uh, he he almost had Ronnie Lawrence out of there. That was pretty wild. Uh, that was a wild fight. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, and and Brandon Davis is he's got some good offense. Uh, I know a lot of his UFC fights uh, went to decision, but. Um, I think against some lower lower uh, echelon guy, he'll uh, he'll be able to put some offense together. So I think I'll pick uh, Mana, but yeah, I don't have a uh, a strong lean on the side. Wes, yeah, I, I do like that under. Uh, it's something I'm I'm definitely uh, playing here. Um, I, I think Brandon Davis is starting to get get a little. A uh, little past it, uh, that, that chin's taken some fucking shots over the years. Um, that's probably something I, I'll play small. Um, I, I, I like mine in this spot. I just, it's a little too long for me to play. I don't really want to lay juice on Mana Martinez. Uh, like Sean said, he's, he's wild. That's usually good against Brandon Davis though. You want to get in a firefight with that guy. Like you, you can usually get him out of there if that's how he fights. Um, like Brandon Davis hasn't won a fight in the UFC for like almost four years against Randy Costa, like almost four years ago since I knew one of five years. Yeah. Round, round two, Randy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's over beating up, you know, Ray Trujillo and shit. Um, go like Gulf Coast MMA and shit. Like, uh, that's, that's the level that, that, uh, 
that Brandon Davis is at this point. I think Mono Martinez is a decent fighter, and he's probably going to get Brandon Davis out of there. Um, I, I like the under just a little more to kind of uh, give you a little out there in case Brandon Davis catches him with something because he does have some finishes. Um, but, yeah, Mar- Mono Martinez is going to be the pick. I just I, I don't want to lay juice on a dude uh, unders a bit. Yeah, really not uh, looking to lay juice on a dude who couldn't get Guido Canetti out of there and got subbed by Draco Martinez, or Draco Rodriguez, sorry. Um, I I know that Martinez should win this fight, but he can certainly find some ways to give up rounds. Uh, He's got the bigger power here. I think if he throws and connects, he is very capable of hurting Davis. It's just that it seems like a lot of times he can hurt guys at this level, but not necessarily get them out of there. And Davis is more one of those guys that gets subbed instead of getting knocked out. So I think I am picking Mana, Mana, however you say it. Um, but I, I can't have a bet on this one. I would kind of lean towards that under two and a half that you guys are talking about. Plus money on somebody to get a stoppage is not bad. Uh, just nothing here really standing out to me. Moving up to the main card, we've got a light heavyweight bout between Alonzo Minefield and everybody's favorite Latvian-Canadian, Misha Serkinov. Sean, is is the Latvian coming out to play today, or is it, uh, it going to be the Canadian? I believe it's going to be the Canadian. Um, this is just a pure fade on Serkinov, and Serkinov is... Chin, I know recently Menafield's been doing a little more of grappling. I don't think he needs to go that route in this fight. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea if he goes that route his, this fight, just because Serkinov is a pretty good grappler. I think he does have decent enough takedown defense to to keep this on the feet, and then he just got he has to hit that chin once. Like unfortunately for for Serkinov, that's just kind of the way it is uh, at these weight classes. And the chin, it's always been a liability. So I played Minifield inside at plus 100 for one unit. Wes? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, Minifield's decision if he wants this to, to stay on the feet or not. And that's, that's what I'm, what I'm hoping for because, uh, I really don't want that, that chin tested. Um, it, it's wild that, I don't know, Serkinov went down to 185 and, you know, it, I don't, I don't go back and tape study, but like, I remember him like almost winning, like almost all of those fights until he wasn't like he had dudes That's... in a choke or, you know, like a bunch of shit to where he almost won all of those fights and then ended up getting finished. Um, I think he's got a, a chance to get Minifield down here and, Either land some stuff or, or grab a takedown. Like, Minifield is, is not like, I mean, when Thick Willie is, is, is doing that shit, uh, <laughs> you don't think Serkinov can't get takedowns on this guy? He absolutely can. It's just, can he get him? He's going to have to get him out of there. Like, you're right. The long, any kind of extended time on the feet is, is not great here <laughs> whatsoever. He's got to get him down and get him down quick or bad things will happen. Yeah, I mean, probably, but I don't know. 
I don't, I don't, I, I just don't think much of Minifield. Like th- this, as much as this is taking a dog and, and circling off and, and I see a path for him in this, Minifield just isn't that good, man. Um, He's not. He, and you're going to give me a price like this against a guy that, yeah, that Chinny, it, if Minifield hits almost anybody clean, like unless you're Ed fucking Herman, who he couldn't get out of there, couldn't get Ed <laughs> Herman out of there. Um, he tried. Like, did he? <laughs> I, I just, it, it's a price that I, I, I can't pass up on a guy that I just, like, does Minifield probably clock him and get him out of there? Probably. I mean, we was talking before the show, like, I like few dogs on this card that are probably going to lose. Who <laughs> I just should probably stay away from. I just, I'm not betting Minifield at this kind of price. Um, I think Serkinov can get some takedowns. I was looking at, like, Serkinov finish, too. There was... There was some kind of crazy price. Like, yeah, like Serkinov TKO. Like Serkinov gets us to the ground and lands some ground and pound on Minifield. Like, like plus 1050. Um, like there's just some spots that I think Serkinov has got, it's, it's more, he's probably got to get a sub, but, um, I'm going to take a little shot on the money line, man. Um, I just don't, don't think a lot of Minifield and I'm going to make a dumb bet on an underdog that's probably going to lose. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm much more with Wes on this one. Menafield is not good. I get that he looks like he should be good, and his results on the regional circuit coming up were like, hey, this guy's got a lot of power, and he's super dangerous. Um, but aside from his first couple fights in the UFC, um, the, the Vinicius Marrera one, that dude sucks. Uh, the Bear Jew one doesn't count. That was a fluke. Uh, didn't happen. I don't remember it. I don't mm-hmm. uh, have that vivid memory in my mind. Um, those are the only two guys he's actually knocked out in the UFC. Uh, he, we think of them of him as this huge power hitter, but he's turned into a grappler. He's turned incredibly tentative on the feet. Uh, and unless he can just go out like Charant or like that, uh, Mukzarov, that, that fraud guy, and that just take you down and dominate it's you. Horrible. <laughs> he's, he's a fraud. He's an absolute fraud. So he needs to land that shot immediately. Because if this fight actually happens and, and plays out in any way, Serkinov is a better fighter. Serkinov might even have better striking than Menafield. Like, Menafield mm-hmm. definitely is more dangerous on the feet. But Serkinov... He just throws one, he just throws one punch hooks and shit, man. Like, Serkinov's yep. definitely more smooth striker and stuff, for sure. Does hopefully he have the power? Hopefully, hopefully we can striker, test that. But... Oh, <laughs> no, I don't, well, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't I do. <laughs> I sure as hell do. <laughs> but I think even if he can't get takedowns immediately... He can push Metafield up against the cage. We saw Thick Willie do that. And then you know by round two and round three that Metafield is absolute toast. Nothing left. Uh, the only time he's looked decent in any round after the first was against Ed Herman, which like talking about corpses earlier. Jeez. Um, so I got Cirque here. I've been bouncing back and forth on, on how I want to play it. I actually thought or think the decision is kind of live. Um, but just looking at the numbers, since more props have come out, 
Serkinov round two is plus a thousand. Round three, sixteen hundreds. I think if he gets on top in round two or round three, there's a very real chance of a sub or even a ground and pound stoppage. So I'm going to end up on Cirque. I'm going to end up on some Cirque props. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the Latvian gets it done in this one. Uh, very important that he's the Latvian in, in this yeah, spot. Not the Canadian. Also only been knocked out by like actual good fighters. Right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You tell me when I'm wrong. Right? Uh, middleweight division. Jordan Wright. Beverly Hills Ninja. Against everybody's favorite daddy. The best Serbian of all times. All times. Dusky Toads daddy. Sean, what's Dusky Toads gonna do to Jordan Wright? Dusky Toes is just lucky there's no other Serbians in the UFC. Um, <laughs> this fight is going to be dumb. <laughs> this uh, this fight is du- is going to be dumb for however long it lasts. Um, Dusky Toes has some terrible striking defense. He gets hit. That head don't move. The hilarious thing is... Jordan Wright has a 36% striking defense. I've never seen a number that low. He gets hit with literally everything. Um, he's, his chin is sketchy. Wright could have some success early. I mean, there's, there's been a bunch of fights where he has, and then of course the inevitable happens. I do think that's probably what will happen, but if you're, if you're betting old Dusky Toads, the the butt might be clenched for about a minute. After that, you're good, but that first minute is going to be a little scary. Like a diamond. Wes? Yeah, I mean, the old three-legged fucking hobo cop couldn't get old Dusky out of there. I ain't, I ain't fucking worried about Jimmy. Now, you know, Chitty with his just insane power, but... um. I think Odusky is going to knock this guy out. Like, Dusky knocks dudes out. Like, he's got some finishes, man. And Sean's right. Uh, Jordan Wright, for some reason, it doesn't usually matter who he's fighting. He's dangerous for, like, 30 seconds a minute. Like, he makes you clinch. Uh, he's a big dude with some power. Like, he, he does he does throw good. But, man, everything else about that dude, Sean mentioned, hits what it gets hit with everything. Chinny as fuck. He's gonna get knocked out of here. Uh, I, I like Dusky by by TKO at some slight plus money. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, even if he takes him down, I think he's more of a, a ground and pound guy than a, a yeah. sub guy. So I think probably okay with the the TKO in that spot. Um, looks like plus one forty. I, I bet online, but man, is that first round or the the first couple minutes gonna be a sweat in this one? Um, I wouldn't begrudge anybody who's taken Jordan Wright round one, round it's like one. plus four hundred. Yeah. Um, that's not bad. I am, of course, picking Dusky Toad. Uh, um, yep. but yeah, I, I, I don't have the confidence to bet it. Um, I think that under one and a half, a lot of people are throwing that in everything as a parlay piece. It seems like it should be safe. Uh, regardless of how this is going, 
somebody should either be getting clipped or just absolutely dominated if it hits the mat. So, yeah, under one and a half, probably good. Uh, Dusky Toads probably wins, but sketchy. Sketchy enough to, to keep me away, and I'm an absolute degenerate. So that's saying a lot. Flyweight division. Hey, guys, there's a good fight on this card. Holy shit. Hmm? Who knew? Uh, no clue why this isn't the main event. But whatever. I guess we only like flyweights if they're a certain gender. Discrimination. Dang. Um what what just happened, Wes? Something cool? Yeah, touchdown catch was sick. The bears. Uh, I assume it was score. for the I was the Bears got a touchdown pass? The Bears? A pass, yeah. Yeah, Fields actually laid a fucking dime. Oh shit. Wow. We're actually gonna hit uh oh. double digits in in uh, in There's the total. A fly. Oh, it's on defense. Yeah, uh, I got anyway. I got so much going on. I got hockey fucking popping. Uh, Panthers are giving us a giving us a sweat. Mm-hmm. Unders yeah, giving us a sweat. None of none of them's just watching the goat on opening night. It's just it's good to be back. Good yep. to be back on ice. Nothing quite like sweating first ten game of the season hockey before you know who these teams even are. Beautiful mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got a, a good fight. This could be a sweat depending on which side you're on. Russian Russianov taking on the raw dog, Brandon Roy Val, one of the best fighters to watch in MMA today. Sean, what's going down here? He is. Uh, he's, he's usually in, in fun fights. Uh, his style tends to make that happen. I think the Russian is going to suck the fun out of this fucking fight. Uh, everybody can take Roy Val down. Askarov isn't anybody. He actually has good grappling. I think his sub-defense is going to be good enough for whatever Roy Val's throwing up. Uh, I think Askarov is, is going to win a fairly boring decision, and it's going to be sad. I wish Roy Val got a, a definitely a different fight because... I I really like watching that dude, but I think he's going to get snuffed out here. So I got uh, Askarov in the parlay with old Petey Rodriguez inside the distance. Minus 112 per unit. I feel like I'm going to lose both those sides. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not for your... Well, you can win the Petey Rodriguez one. It just better be late in round two or in round three. Then it's fine. Uh, Wes, what do you got here? Yeah, fuck. Sean's probably probably right about everything he said, but you know what? I think the the raw dog is gonna get the raw in, and uh, this is gonna get scrambly. I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that he can get scrambly on the mat with Askarov because it's gonna get there. And like I, I really like Askarov. It's boring as fuck as he is. He's a he's a very very good fighter, but. It's going to get there, and we need Roy Val to just do what he does. We need him to get it stupid and get this fight scrambly and crazy. And at that kind of price, um, I'll take a little shot there. I think it's probably Askarov by a boring-ass decision, more than likely. Um, but this is another one of those dogs that kind of like, um, that's 
probably gonna lose, but I gotta take it anyway. So yeah, a little, little raw dog, uh, plus 210 and just because I'm even dumber, why not get scrambling and let raw dog catch us up at plus 600? Ooh, there you go. I like it. Uh, he's one of those guys that even if he gets the knockout, he might still get the sub. So love to bet sub on those guys. He, he's in the, the meerkat tier as far as that goes. Um, I feel like I have to take a shot on Roy Val here. I mean, this guy's only losses since he's come to the UFC are, I think he was, he was cooking Pantoja. And then got his back taken in that second round, got subbed because that's what happens when Pantoja takes you back. Uh, and then his arm exploded against Moreno. Uh, those are the only two guys he's lost against. Uh, he's fought some good guys. He's been in trouble. But you know that he's going to keep fighting. He's got a stupid gas tank. And I think we've seen Askarov tire in a few fights. It wasn't just the, the fight against old Steve um, last time out where he, he gassed and lost. But uh, he, he slowed down in the third round a couple of times. So I think against a guy like Roy Val, who is going to keep coming, keep throwing everything he can at you, Essentially, it comes down to how much can he make Askarov work in the first two rounds. Because if he can get him tired, uh, he's going to throw everything at him in the third round. And I could very well see a raw dog round three stoppage here, plus 1,800. Uh, we'll, we'll put a little sprinkle on that. But this is money line. Bet online has plus 224. Like, that's... That's a silly line for this fight. Uh, I, I get if you think Askarov is going to win, um, but that's a lot to lay on him after his last fight. Did you see this, Brad? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, Ooh. good old, uh, what's his face? Um, Bryce Mitchell versus uh, Ilya yeah. Taporia. That seems like it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hope Tapori just fucking rips his wrecks him again. Yeah, yeah. God wreck that motherfucker. That's yep. a good fight though. That is a very good fight. See, like that deserves to be a main event. That that yep. makes sense. That'd uh, be a kind of like the fight line. we just talked about. <laughs> um, we'll see what the the line comes out. I don't want to pontificate on that too much. Co-main events. I get why this is a co-main event. Uh, you got... I, I struggle with calling, like, Cub a legend. But this dude has put he's been on around. Incredible... He, he's been <laughs> around a long time. He's put on some awesome fights. He's he's a dude that you want to watch fight. So I, I, I get it, putting him in the co-main event, taking on Jonathan Martinez. Cub at... 378 years old, cutting down to bantamweight for the first time in his career. Thinks he's old. Interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's see how it turns out for him. Sean? Yeah, we're going to see how much of that weight cut is going to affect his durability. Um, 
He's been coming out uh, like a man on fire recently. Um, obviously, it didn't didn't work against Giga, but that shit happens. But against Pineda and and Elkins, he was able to to come out hot and and get those guys out of there. Um, I think that's probably his best shot in this fight. If not, I I think Martinez has got decent enough power in his hands. Uh, if if he's able to survive, I think he can take over and. And probably get Cub out of there. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see if if Cub actually makes weight. He wasn't talking. It. Martinez makes weight. Yeah, I mean, who, like, might as well just have this. At, uh, this has catch I mean, weight. Yeah, shit? this has one forty um, right now. This is one forty. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I I I think somebody's gonna get finished here. Uh, I think Swanson gets Martinez early, or Martinez takes over after Swanson. Uh, can't get him out of there and gas a bit. So I took under one or under two and a half at plus one forty three for a unit. Wes? Yeah, Cub Cub cutting down to one thirty five at thirty eight and after all this. Like he, he's not he's not Aldo. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a different human than, than Aldo is. Um thirty eight, like we'll see. We'll see if he makes it. Um I think Sean hit on it like we know Cubs probably going to just come out firing. I mean, that's, that's kind of what he does now. Um, if he goes down, he goes down. If he catches somebody, um, I, I kind of think that he's going to fire his shots and Martinez is probably going to take him. And Cub doesn't have the greatest durability anymore. Now he's cutting to 135. Um, I think it's probably Martinez is going to get cut out of there. Um, I, I do. I like the under as well, though. I think either way, um, somebody's going to get get finished in this, whether it's Martinez early or, um, you know, him, him coming on later. But I'm going to pass on the side. I'll just take that under. Um, hopefully, Cub catches him and, and knocks him out for the for the old guys, um, like the under plus money. Yeah, the more I, I look at this fight and the more I think about this fight, the line doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I, I think it's way too wide. I get the Cub is old and he's dropping down in weight, um, which is part of the reason I made the play that I ended up making on this fight. But, dude, Cub has been fighting the best featherweights in the world or close to the best featherweights in the world forever. Like, he he doesn't fight bad fighters. And Jonathan Martinez, he's another one of those guys that I think the UFC wants to be something more than he actually is something. Like, his best win is not knocking out Thomas Almeida. Um, So... That's that's kind of scary. That's the only thing that sort of didn't make me go all in on the under two and a half, which I, I love in this spot. Um, but the, the more I see that under two and a half playing out, the more I think it's Cub coming out and landing something big on Martinez and getting him out of there. I mean, to him, this is probably the worst guy that he's faced in a decade. Um, I don't know if you count Chrome Gracie in there, but, uh, but we'll see. Um, 
So love the under two and a half. Got that at plus one thirty. Uh, I think that's what's out there right now. Still, Sean. Yep, plus one thirty. That is the consensus bet of the week. I'm also going to take some Cub inside the distance and probably Cub TKO at plus 550 in this spot as well because I think it is just as likely that he's the one that gets the knockout as Martinez. Uh, but the the cut to 135 is, is really what gives you pause here. If this fight was happening at 145, I think we'd all probably be in agreement that kind of like Cub in, in this spot. I mean, his... His bad chin and his stoppage losses are against Waikano, who's now fighting at lightweight, and Giga with a, a Giga kick. He invented a new kick just to beat Cub. I mean, <laughs> how are you supposed to prepare for that, man? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cub and the under for me. But the under, consensus. And those always win if you haven't seen the stats. Main events. Women's flyweight division, Alexa Grasso, Viviane Rujao. Um, can't say I love it, but it's happening. Sean? It's not a good man event, but it is happening. Um, I like Rujao uh, at the price that it's at. I think she's going to be the much more physical fighter. Um, she's she's just going to be bigger. Grasso's fought at 115. I don't think Arujo would would make 115 ever. Um I think the grappling edge is is pretty pretty sizable for Arujo. Um I know there's Arujo does get hit, but she does land herself a lot as well. So uh I think she'll have the more powerful strikes. We'll see if uh if Grasso can can kind of take that stuff, but yeah, I, I like Arujo. I don't, I don't think she gets a finish, but I think she she gets enough rounds in. So at plus one eighty five, I took it for two units. Wesley, pulling you away from yeah. the drama. I know. I don't know why I do this to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I like Arujo here as well. Um, yeah, I, I just they they want they they want to just be something that I just. I, I don't think she's ever going to be. I, I don't know. It's hard to even talk about that in this kind of that division and shit. Like, is there any of them that's ever going to be anything that they actually want them to be? Like, no, don't nobody really gives a shit about this unless you're like, I don't want to say you're a weirdo or anything, but there's people out there that literally like watch women's MMA. You know, every Invicta and they're in it. And shit. Like, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like. That, watching that, those kind of cards, like I used to watch LM when there was less MMA to watch. Now it feels like going back in time. And, you know, like the skill and the quality, just like if I want to do that, I'll, I'll pop on some old shit, you know, and just watch old shit and have some nostalgia. But Grasso specifically, they just want her to be some kind of star that, it's not going to happen, man. Um, and as far as breaking the fight down, yeah, I think Arujo can body her, man. Like, uh, Arujo had problems with, with Mook. And what does Mook do? Like, she just overpowers chicks. Like, she's usually bigger and she can do the cage pushing and win those shitty decisions. That's what Arujo is going to do here. She's going to do the cage pushing. She's going to the body in and her by decision is like plus 300 too. That's probably something worth sprinkling on, but. 
definitely going to hit the money line. Um, you got to take a two to one shot here in a fight that's, it's going to be, you know, fairly close, I guess. I, I think Arujao can win three rounds of body and grasso in this fight. Yeah, um, I, I kind of like Arujao as well. I, I think that early in the fight, she throws with enough power that when she lands, she's going to be landing the bigger shots. I think she can get takedowns for a few rounds. And honestly, everyone's kind of banking on Grasso's cardio to take over here, but she looked pretty bad in round three against um, Macy Barber when they were fighting. Uh, Barber won that round quite convincingly. Uh, I I think that, yeah, it's going to be a very close fight. And Arujao is the more physically imposing fighter. She throws with more power. She's going to be the one on top if they start grappling. So I think there's a lot of ways that uh, that she can get it done. So going to uh, have a little bet. Now that it's crossed the, the 200 threshold, I'm going to have to take a shot on Arujao. It's another one I don't feel great about. Um, but if it's really starting to look that bad, probably a spot where you can get out live on Grasso after she loses the, the first round or two. If, if it seems like Arujao is really starting to gas, but I don't know that she's going to have to do enough in this fight that she's really going to gas. Uh, Grasso isn't huge as far as volume goes. So yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll see. It'll be something to cap the night off with. And uh, I think that's going to cap our night off. Wes needs to go sweat some uh, some hockey bets and and whatever football College stuff football, he's got going on. <laughs> Everything. Regular Thursday. Sean needs some Sudafeds, uh, maybe another booster. Uh, need to call, we'll you need to call Lance. Well, I don't know. I would say call Lance, see what he uses. And I'm like, Lance is always mm, sick. That ain't working. Yeah, yeah, don't don't use whatever Lance is using. Just call him to make sure that you're not using the same thing. But uh, we'll be back next week. We'll recap whatever happens here. But mostly, it's Dubronx week, baby. Did you did you guys see that he went to Abu Dhabi? And then he went to the zoo, and they told this lion that Dubronx was going to the zoo. So the lion even dyed his hair blonde for Dubronx to show up. I mean, that's baller. Mm-hmm. I mean, that man's it, a G. He's putting lions in real naked chokes. Imagine what the fuck he's gonna do to this bum. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, come on, man. The little little pussycat of Dagestan. Yeah, that man's gonna be in trouble. It's gonna be trouble. a fun show. I think. I think we're, we're gonna try to do Tuesday next week, just so anybody who wants to come along. And I th- we're gonna make Lance show up for a Dubronx card. Yeah. Uh, he missed the last Fair Jew card. Yep. Did he miss the last Glover card too? He he missed. I think he missed the last Glover. He also missed the week after uh, Dubronx's when he beat Gaethje. That was sad because we were. That was a celebration, Dang. and he just didn't show. Sad. You got you got to put time in. You want to be the the best under under five uh, district nine fucking uh, girls. Soccer coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit takes some, uh, takes some time. I heard man. he's next in line after Burhalter. I mean, 
It's, hey, it's time. I'd, I'd, I'd trade them straight up right now. Right now. Straight up. But we'll, we'll try and get him. That's why we haven't been able to lock down this exclusive media rights deal that we're currently working we're on. We're trying. We're negotiating. Yep. Like but, if, if Bo can, can be signed, there's hope for anybody. anybody. Yep. 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 We just need to get the, the clauses worked out. They got to have the in-house lawyers for when we say the worst things. Um, I mean, we got, we got Sean the Diva on the show, which is always just going to be tough to, to negotiate any kind of deal when he's asking for, you know, conditioner and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it ain't cheap these days. Beard wax. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking guy. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate all our listeners. Um, we're out of here, I guess.